you are now politicking with Poe on PoePolitikin.com. I don't know how y'all see it, but when it comes to the children, Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? What's good? This is Rico Davis, and you're tuned in to Poe Politicking. Make sure y'all keep it locked. No one 
Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, type in PolPolitik and listen to some of our interviews for the past 11 years. One, two, one, two. I'm in the place to be with Rico Davis. How you doing, bro? Hey, what's good, everybody? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm blessed. Enjoying this weather. How about you? I'm fantastic. So, Rico Davis, that's your real name? It's not like a real name. <laughs> yes, that's my real name, Rico Davis. Rico Antonio Davis, actually. You just say you're going to keep it real, go by your real name? Yeah, bro, why not? You know, names are a thing. I, I believe in all of that numerology and all of that name shit, so. Oh, okay. I I, I, got, <laughs> I got a couple of numerology books over here, too. So what? why did you, did you, that's why nice. you choose it? Because it's a certain number of words? Um. Well, you know, it, you, you have the book, so you understand. When you get into it, it, it breaks down a lot of just personality traits. You can take it as deep as you want, you know, but, um, I just found a lot of it to be really helpful and insightful. It's a little bit deeper than the horoscopes. You know what I mean? I, I, I think there's a lot of validity to all of that too, but, but yeah, numerology. Yeah. And what your name signifies and all of that, that's definitely, definitely a thing. All right. I, I want to talk about your hometown. Cause I think I, I saw Candle, New Jersey. Yeah. CMD. Right. Yeah, I'm from Candle, New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you, uh, I mean, when I say that, most people kind of give me a, a face like, oh, shit. So I don't know. You, you What do you want to know? <laughs> no. Nah, I guess I, we can just start about your background first. Cause I think the first thing yeah. I read, uh, it was saying that you was homeless for four years. Yeah, the first few so was four that in years New Jersey of my too? life. Was you in New Jersey? Yeah, this is in Jersey. Yup, yup, yup. My, my mom, um, she's, uh, she's an incredible hog, you know. She raised me and my sister. First four years of my life, we were homeless. And uh, she, you know, she got it together. She, we didn't have like a lot of family support. She was a young mother. So, you know, we were pretty much just house hopping and getting by however we could. And then she landed herself a good job. You know, pretty much the rest is history. Got us a great place to stay, put us in school. Um, she put me into the arts. And, uh, you know, it's here we are today, man. It's my hero. But you saying your first four years of your life? Like one to four? Yeah, yeah. My first four years. So do you remember so. anything or you don't remember anything? I, uh, not enough to really like, I mean, she did such a good job of making sure we had what we need. I, I couldn't really tell. I just remember us going from place to place. You know what I mean? But I was never hungry or never felt like neglected in any kind of way. So I couldn't really tell at the time. All right. Yeah. And then look, look, <laughs> I saw you, like you were talking about, I know you, I was reading your bio. You say you want to perform at art school. So I just, I want to know, like, just tell us, like, what year you got involved with music and how you... All of that? Yeah. yeah. All the good stuff. I mean, I, I was, you know, Camden is like a... Camden is a rough place, so it's easy to get caught up in the, the streets and, and just that whole that whole life, you know what I mean? And that's what started happening when I was in junior high. So my mom noticed, you know what I mean? And after she, you know, she whooped my ass pretty much. She put me into music classes and put me into dance classes and all of that. And um, I guess she was just trying different shit, you know, to see what I would gravitate to. And yeah. it was that. It was that, you know, because I, I did play sports. I, uh, I did all of that, basketball, football, track. And I loved it all. But something about music, like when I got into that, it just took over, you know. So I studied dance for nine years. Um, I did get into the performing arts high school. And within my time there, you know, I traveled to Italy and Germany, Africa, we won competitions just from singing and dancing around the world. So in my mind, I was like, well, there's no way I'm going to like the blue collar field. You feel me? Not after experiencing this, 
you know, and I, I just really started getting into songwriting and producing and studying just the craft of it. And, you know, I, I kept at it, man. It's just my passion. I love making music. I love performing, you know, and um, yeah, it just took over. And here we are, bro. After high school, I moved straight to New York and I've just been grinding ever since, man. So what do you love about music? Uh, there's no limits. You know, I know we like to put limits on everything and box all types of shit in, you know, but it really is no limits. When you when you understand music and, and the, the language of it, you can't be constricted. Like and that, That's what I love about music. It's just the best way to express yourself, you know. Yeah, who was some you, you, you do, you, you make music at all, you create. Yeah, so you're I, I create the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so then you get it, man. You understand, you know. Just having that platform where it's like nobody can really tell you how to do it. Yeah, you just do it, do it, make sure that shit is hot, you know. Yeah, I'm saying. So, who are some of your influences as far as the? Uh, I guess let's talk about like the the, the artists that also sing and dance. Like, who are some of your influences? Oh, uh, I'm. I would say more. I'm more inspired by like eras of music versus like one individual artist. Mm. You know. Okay. So like, yeah, I'm big on like. The forties, um, and just the whole Duke Ellington era, that's definitely a big influence on the musical side. And uh, you know, the eighties and seventies and eighties are a big influence just on the visual side. You know what I mean? Like uh thanks to my mom, she just pretty much like she played all types of music and then going to the performing arts school I got to learn about history and all of that. And it's I mean, man, like Bro, there's no way to 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 characterize an era than by what they were listening to at the time. The number one songs were at the time, you know what I mean? So just like all of those, they they have their different contributions to my art, you know? Like 70s and 80s, you know, you couldn't really tell them nothing. Everybody was unique. They did their own thing. You had Prince uh killing it, Michael killing it, you know, uh just everybody, man. I could go on and on. You know, and then the hip hop, you got the 90s and just how swag just pretty much started coming into the scene. I just love it, man. So all those eras of music, that's what, you know, you'll find a lot of that in my in my art when I create my thing. Yeah, I was actually, that's kind of going to the next question. I was asking about your yeah. style because um, I was listening to your project, The Golden Ratio. You just hear kind of everything. So how would you describe your style to this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess everything is the best word to put it. Just everything. You know, it's everything. And um, I don't know how I make it work, but, you know, I, I work with a really dope producer named QV, uh, you know, and I work over at, with some talented musicians over at Eastside Sound. And, you know, we just, it, it's everything. We make it work. It's, it's magic. Like I said, I love rock. I love hip hop, uh, dance, club, disco, all of it, man. Like, it, it's it's to me. It's like you know who could just make this shit work the best way all at once, and that's I guess that's what just that's that's my sound, you know. All right, and I want you to talk about your current project, all this too, the Golden Ratio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean the Golden Ratio. I've been working on that album for quite a few years now, uh, probably since 2014. You know, and um, it, it was supposed to come out last year, but you know, with a lot of people don't know about me is I, I'm one of the owners of the label I'm signed to. So I handle a lot of the business side of my career. And um, it's just a lot of those things came into play. I had to learn a lot of lessons just as far as who I need to partner up my company with and all of that. So it put some delays on the release. But um, 
Yeah, I've been working on it. It actually was supposed to be a 14-track album. And uh, my management thought we should split it, you know, just to supply more product. And, you know, so we took half the songs and we left them on this one. I felt, you know, the for my first project, I wanted people to kind of get like a foundational perspective of me. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I am a young black man and I love soul music and hip hop and R&B. And you'll find a lot of that on this first uh, edition of The Golden Ratio. You know, it's a lot more rhythmic and um, it's just soulful, you know. Uh, and then the, the next project, which actually comes out in about a month, you know, we take it to more of a Caribbean international dance type vibe, you know. That way people get the full spectrum. But, you know, the title, uh, The Golden Ratio, pretty much, it just, it means like, you know, when you reach that balancing point in life where shit just makes sense to you and you can't even deny it. You know, you can't deny the truth that's in your face. And um, that's what these songs are. Every single song is me basically coming head to head with some sort of uh, obstacle or addiction, romance issue, whatever, you know, whatever the song serves at the time. Yeah, and, so, uh, I hope people like it. Yeah, hope like yeah. It. So we want to know what this, what that cocaine pussy about. What's that song about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the irreverent cocaine pussy. Um, that you know, one thing's for sure, bro. I I put it to you like this: we all have our differences in this world, but I feel like the one thing everybody could agree on is pussy is probably God's most magnificent creation. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't mean that in a, a vulgar way. But that's it's it's a metaphor, you know. It's it's addictive, just like cocaine. It's glamorous, just like cocaine. It makes you feel good, just like cocaine. And um, I thought it was a great way to like be metaphoric for a tumultuous relationship too. Like you with you're with someone, and and y'all just don't work well together. It's like a bad addiction. It's like a bad romance. So I took those two topics and pretty much wrapped them in that song. You know, it's definitely some personal experiences in there, but. It's really just metaphoric, like I said, like pussy power. You feel me? Like it's just what it is. I hope that comes across clear to people too. You know. <laughs> yeah, what, what do you see your career five years from now? Five years from now, um, I haven't thought that far ahead, bro. I'm taking it day by day. So, what are some of your goals person? right now? <laughs> well, right now, I mean. Is I'm preparing. I got a big show with Cardi B and Yo Gotti coming up in a few months. Mm -hmm. So like that's that's I'm pretty focused on that. We're doing Spring Bling. I was supposed to do the show with them this past weekend in Baltimore, but uh, it got canceled. So I'm preparing for that. You know, I'm gonna get back on the road. I just got off the road with a band called Watch the Duck, signed over with Pharrell and them. Mm -hmm. so that was dope. You know, so it's it's just promoting this project, releasing the next one, um, and really just like. My whole goal is to just get this, like, the indie scene, I feel like, is a great scene for music artists. And uh, I, I think we need more champions for that. Like, Chance the Rapper really kicked the gate open for us. So that's my goal, just to establish my me and my company independently, you know? You know what, what, are some, what advice would you give to any, like, new artists that want to grow their brand independently? Two things. Study your craft, study your business. That's just it. You know, because at the end of the day, Today you have, if you can't rely on your own instincts and gut to make professional moves, then you're kind of fucked, you know, in this business. Like, and that that's only because it's such a doggy dog business. You know what I mean? You have to know your shit so that you know how to move. So I would tell them like, dedicate your time to your craft and being the best singer, best songwriter, whatever your craft is, 
And then the other amount of time needs to go to studying contract agreements, the difference between the two, publishing, all of that, you know. That'd pretty much be it, bro. Should be good. <laughs> and then what are some of your interests outside of music? Outside of music? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I, I I love fitness. I love working out. I like traveling. Um, you know, just living life. You know, this music is the only real focus I have. And it, outside of that, I try to just stay open to life and just living and shit, you know. So, I don't know, man. That could, that could be a, a, a long-ass conversation. <laughs> you have any favorite books? Favorite books? Uh, I do, actually. It's one I'm reading now. It's called uh, A Beginner's Mind hmm. by Sun, Sun Ryu Suzuki. It's like one of those conscious books. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm a little bit uh, a little bit boring. Like, that's what, that's what I'm into. I like chilling, reading, opening my mind up. You know what I mean? Oh, that ain't boring. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's wrong. That's, why I, that's the whole thing <laughs> I'm trying to do with my show, man. I got to show people that, like, Artists like to read, man. People try to like read something wrong with read. Ain't nothing wrong with reading and learning. Ain't nothing wrong with it, bro, at all, man. I mean, it may be something wrong with reading the screens all the time. Like I, you know, I, I read books. That's a yeah. big difference from reading on a book than a computer screen, you know. Yep. <laughs> so, what would you like to say to all your fans and supporters? You know what? Um, thank you. You know, the EP has over seven hundred thousand streams, um, and Everywhere I go, it's like I, I meet at least one person who somehow heard it. And um, it's the feedback is just, I don't know, it's everything an artist could hope for. So I, it's a very humble beginning. It's not much, you know, but for us independently, like me and my team, we appreciate it. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, if you come across an indie artist that you actually like, just go ahead and check them out and give them that, that support and stream and download or whatever it is, you know. And uh, yeah, thank y'all so much. And thanks for having me, Paul. Yeah, no doubt. I was going to ask you as far as like, um, being an independent artist in your streams. Because like, sometimes I hear different stories as far as the pay. But is the pay good for you or you think it should be more? It definitely should be. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to say should because I chose to be in this business. And, um, you know, you take the good with the bad. But what I will say is I understand the fight to get more for us songwriters because the reality is, you know, we birthed the product, and uh, the only reason we don't get the bulk of it is because we won't learn, and we won't stick together and just learn what we need to learn. So for that sake, I'll say, like, you know, um, yeah, we should, you know, we should should be getting more. But that's up to us, you know? That's why I don't like using that word should. But, you know, I, I my company, we were averaging, you know, oh, I did over 300,000 streams, and I think we averaged about 1,100 a month. Yeah. To me, that's that's not good. <laughs> uh-huh. Not for what the company spends, you know, and that's that's some com- you know some private company intel, but hopefully it gives people an idea of like how bad it is in terms of the the way the law is set up for the songwriters. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not a good look. <laughs> and anybody just hearing about you through through this interview, um, let them know why they should go check your music out and go follow you. You know what. If you appreciate that classic quality of music and entertainment, that's why you should go check me out. I'm not a trendy artist. I'm a real artist. I write and sing what I feel, and I dance it too. And I put my ass into making sure all my work entertains the people. So go check it out. promise you won't be disappointed. All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through, Paul. Take it with me. 
<laughs> uh, for sure, man. Listen, we got another release coming out. I would love to know what you think and come back on the show, bro. Yeah, no doubt, man. Ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Like I said, I started been doing this for 11 years, so I'll be nice, around. Nice, man. That's what's up. Okay. You want to tell me your social media? Yeah, y'all can find me on Instagram at Rico Davis Official. Hit me on the Spotify, Apple Music at Rico Davis, all of that good stuff. And then you can hit my official website, Rico Davis Online, if you want to go ahead and see all the music videos and get everything in one location. All right? And I'm always on there, too. So hit me up. Don't be shy. Misfit means a person whose behavior or attitude sets them apart from others in an uncomfortably conspicuous way. Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com. Or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. 
please send donations to popoliticking at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popoliticking.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.